Welcome to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino, brought to you by Financial Residency. John owns contract diagnostics and is an expert on physician contract negotiation and compensation review. If you have an idea for a podcast or a question you would like for him to answer on one of his shows, please email podcast at financialresidency.com. Now grab your cup of Java and get ready for Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. Let's talk about mistakes, $345 million mistakes. Uh, Hey, everybody, it's John with Contract Diagnostics. And before we jump into a really big mistake, uh, $345 million would be a large mistake from a health system perspective. I've made a mistake. I made a mistake. I did a, uh, an episode a while back and we talked about disability insurance and Dr. Matthew Gummerson happened to message me and I'm grateful that he did to correct me. And I have made a comment about pre-tax benefits with disability insurance. Now I'll be the first one to admit I am not a disability expert. We don't provide disability insurance here, nor do we promote your information to disability insurance sales folks like other companies that do what we do may do. But I don't know the tax benefits of a disability policy. And I made an assumption that it was a pre-tax benefit. And Dr. Gummerson reached out to me and let me know that it depends on how you take it. It could be a taxable benefit to you, the income from a disability policy, depending on how you took it as your practice. If it's through an employer, then it it would not be considered a taxable situation. And I'm not going to read his email here, but he does go into great detail about a disability drawing benefits and how it could be taxable income. So I think it displays the need for proper professional advice. I'm not the disability expert. And as he laid out, I made a misaligned statement. So I apologize. And that's all the more reason to reach out to disability experts on what you need to know about disability insurance. Now, when it comes to physician contracts, that's what we do here. And we don't make mistakes when it comes to reviewing a physician contracts. And unlike an Indianapolis-based system that made a couple of mistakes, this was well back a decade ago in 2014, they had a compensation set up for some physicians and they were finding a way to pay a portion of their compensation based on technical fees. Now, we all know this is wrong. There was a whistleblower that brought this to the attention And the result was a $345 million settlement a decade later. Now, employers need to stay within fair market value. They need to make sure that they don't make mistakes when it comes to paying you and what they can and can't pay you for. And they're very astute in this information. So I don't believe that this is one of many of these lawsuits that will come out and settlements, if you will. I believe that this was something that happened back in the day, maybe more often than it did. And this one happened to have a whistleblower case with it. I think because of this case, which we've known has been going on and settling for quite some time now, employers take compensation of physicians very seriously. They throw out words to you like fair market value. They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars per year on making sure that they pay you according to what they deem is fair. They pay consultants. They generate reports. They spend an awful lot of time in meetings to make sure that they're paying you within the the bounds that they should pay. But it doesn't mean that they're paying you fairly. And although they may give words out like commercial reasonableness, or they may talk about fair market value, or they may say, we can't pay you something because our advisors gave us a secret sauce and we can't pay you over a certain amount. It doesn't mean that they're in potential violation of Stark law. It doesn't mean that they're going to have a $345 million settlement for paying you a portion of your technical fees. 
every physician contract we see is very, very clear. And I do believe this is probably from a change over the past 10 or 15 years on how physicians were paid and what's considered normal and customary. And of course, within the box of what they can and can't do. And we do see very clear that you are not paid for technical fees. You are paid for your personally generated RVUs. So when you're having a conversation with your employer, don't mention downstream revenue. If you are a physician that sends a lot of CTs in, don't, they, they can't take that into account with how they pay you because they don't want to get in trouble like this Indianapolis-based system did because they don't want a 300 plus million dollar fine. Now, everybody makes mistakes, but when it comes to physician compensation, employers definitely don't want to make mistakes with regarding how they pay you because it could be very, very costly. So feel free to reach out to us and make sure that your contract is mistake-free, that it doesn't contain anything that's vague or unclear or that you don't understand or you haven't discussed with them, that the compensation structure is reasonable, not just what, from what the employer thinks, but from what your advisors and consultants think. And that's what we do here every day at Contract Diagnostics. So although I'm not a tax benefit nor a disability expert, we definitely know how to dig into compensation structures and contracts and know what you can and can't get paid and of course, how an employer should compensate you based on what we believe your fair market assessment would be. So give us a call. Let's dig into the data together. I'm John with Contract Diagnostics, and we look forward to connecting with you all soon. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you are being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.